Thank you for listening to The Actors Room. Please subscribe to the show in iTunes and leave comments and reviews. The show is also on Facebook, Twitter, Google Music, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. The website for the show is theactorsroom.libsyn.com. The site gives you access to all past episodes. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of The Actors Room. My name is Jeff Tarowski, and this is actually episode number 35. I lied last <laughs> episode. I was getting excited thinking it was number 35 already. I'm a liar. Uh, the last You're one was 34. A You're a big phony. <laughs> you, know, it was, you know what happened was I was planning to do The Fisher King uh, last, last week. Oh. If you notice, I skipped over last week. I wanted to do The Fisher King. Oh, I just didn't have time. I was doing my research on Tom. I ran out of time. So I thought in my mind, I did the Fisher King. I didn't. Field of Dreams was my last episode, and that was 33. So here we are, episode number 35, part two. Part two. Does. Of Thomas, and I f- forgot to mention this, by the way. His real name is Thomas Cruz Mapether. That is his real name, and he is the fourth. So his real name is Thomas Cruz Mapether the fourth, and he has a long history lineage going back to like the 1800s being in America. They stretched it all the way back there. So he has a really rich tradition uh, in America with his family. So that's his real name, and he decided to shed off Mapether uh, to just go with his middle name. That's his middle name, Cruz. Pretty fucking cool name, man. How did they come up with that? Cruz? Cruz as a middle name? That's different, right? Jesus Christ. Kind of distinguished. Just and, and when you think about his name, it's just so such a cool name for an art artist, an actor. Tom Cruz. It just pops, doesn't it? You think so? It's simple. It's right it, Cruz <clears throat> is just a cool ass name. It fits him very well. It does. So it does, yeah. right? And uh, I think it was a nice choice. He said he wanted to shed the last name because he wanted to Make it on his own, on his own name, uh, and it might have been a little bit of a slight towards his father <clears throat> not being in his life. Sort of going, I don't need you, Dad. I got my own life. I'm gonna start a new, yeah. new name. Not really a new name, but we got he got rid of his last name. He basically uses his his first name and his middle name. Uh, so that is Tom Cruise history right there. So here we are, the second part of this Tom Cruise odyssey. We're very excited to do this. He's such a fascinating character. Uh, I think we're wrapping our heads around that simple fact. Um, touching a little bit more on his big star status. Um, I think I want to just touch on this for a bit. Just thinking for a moment how big this guy is and how long he's been doing this since 83, right? Mm-hmm. So it's 2018. I mean, that is a long time having this status and how it like affects his life and how he goes about. Did you do any research on that kind of aspect of it? Because I, I mean, couldn't find anything. I, I mean, he's he, he's loaded. He's, he's the got most a lot of money. This person. I think that the only thing I found out about that is that people ask him because he gets a lot of negative press. Obviously. Yeah, but he doesn't really listen. To, I mean, exactly. He doesn't care. He can't worry about it. Is what he. That's says. what he says, and that's you the know. only thing I found is that he sort of just pushes it aside. He don't can't need worry it. about it. Can't worry about it. I don't yeah. dwell on it. It is he, what it is. All he can worry about is what he does, and you know, some of it is, it's just noise. It's I think. right. It's noise, and I think he also said that if it reaches a certain point where it's too much, over the top, that's where he brings he in the will, lawyers. Yeah, he will intervene if it's something ridiculous. He like, will sue. He says it was in uh, what uh, two thousand and two. That one gay. P- yeah, there, there was there was an article from a German newspaper that had some gay porn star say that he had an affair with Tom Cruise while he was married to Nicole Kidman mm. and that's what caused their divorce. <laughs> so it didn't Cruise know. Went, Did it? I don't no, it had no I do don't think it. so but nothing. You know, Cruise sued the guy for like a mm-hmm. hundred million dollars. <laughs> how is how is this like, hundred million porn star come up with a hundred million dollars? Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> and so the the porn star was like 
he's he says he's like I never never said that affairs with him. He's right. like I've never even met him. <laughs> I wonder where this comes from. Maybe he but just backtracked gets, off of it. I bet you he did say something, but then later on, it's just I didn't say anything. Yeah, who who knows? Who but, knows? but something like that, dude. After a while, when people hear that, he Tom Cruise immediately labeled as gay. Mm-hmm. No problem. He's gay. They like to do that with these big stars. They think they're all gay. Mm-hmm. Some are. Some might might be. They might be, but it, but if they're but, not, that's not cool to no. If you're not gay, you don't want people calling you gay. If you're not, yeah. right? Some people are like, listen, I'm not gay. That's not who I am. I'm not, I'm not against gay and, people. And especially saying that's what ruined your, your marriage with your wife. Yeah. Like, all that stuff is just not right. Those it's, personal attacks, I'm sure, hurt him. There's not, no doubt about it. It's not cool. No. You know? I mean, come on. Yeah, so. They're, they're, anyways. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I like to start off my episodes kind of talking about little different sort of things. So yeah. I wanted to start that off. With that aspect of it, uh, how big of a star he really is, the things that he has to deal with uh, off the set. Um, he's always open to these accusations, uh, turmoil, uh, all that other stuff. So I wanted to go ahead and point that out right in the beginning of this episode as we slide into his next movie, Magnolia. Mm-hmm. And if you are not familiar with this film, this is a P.T. Anderson film. Uh, after the success of uh, Boogie Nights, or was this before? No, this was after Boogie Nights. This was after Boogie Tom Nights. Tom Cruise was a huge fan of Boogie Nights right. and really wanted to be in a movie with Paul Thomas Anderson. Who is such a, a different kind of director. <clears throat> he uses music in his films brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes really cool shots, uh, <coughs> different kind of uh, directing style from PTA. Uh, most of his films, very successful. And uh, I think that he really does love to bring the story full on. And all of his characters are very interesting, very deep. And Tom Cruise's character in this movie is deep, very deep. They all are. Yes. Every single character in this I movie. Mean, I mean, wow. It's an ensemble cast, which I love. Mm-hmm. I love movies like that, which Me is too. why I like most of his movies, PTA. Yeah, PTA, yeah. Um, he uses a lot of the same actors, too, in his movies as well. He likes to stick with the like, same kind oh, of Oh, yeah. You, the, William H. Macy and yep. uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley, like, is in he, almost all of his movies. <laughs> he, he likes what he likes. Oh, yeah, he does. Fun fun fact about when he wrote this, P.T. Anderson. Uh, he wrote it? He See, said I didn't know he, he wrote it. He was writing the script. Yeah. Okay. He was. Uh, he spent two weeks at William H. Macy's Vermont cabin <laughs> and was afraid to leave the room because he saw a snake outside. <laughs> Oh, I guess he's afraid of snakes. <laughs> Something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> he locks himself away. Maybe it helped with the script. Hey, Maybe it did. He used that fear factor to write the script. Took him how long? A couple weeks? He said a couple weeks. Okay. Or he at least got a lot of it done That's in a couple not weeks. very long at and, all to write he, a movie like that. He wrote Tom Cruise's character specifically for, for Tom him? Cruise. For him? Yeah. That's such a compliment. Whenever I hear about that, when someone sits down to write a script, they like to have... A, an image in their mind of an actor or anybody. Mm-hmm. It could be somebody they know uh, to help them drive their writing, to make it seem real and to make it work right. So when PTA was writing this and having Tom Cruise in his head while he's writing He's got to make it that much easier. Oh, God, yes. And to have that ability to get him <clears throat> on the movie is even more of a, a compliment or a, a, an achievement, too. Yeah. To have the guy in your head the whole time writing this script and you're like, Tom, please do the movie. I, I mean, you're the only one think, that can play it. I think he wanted... I think Cruz already... Agreed to I, it? I, I I would guess he did. Mm. I think because Cruz already was a big fan of Boogie Nights. Okay. He wanted to be in one of his movies. And yeah. I think he agreed to being... Well, I know that PTA uh, approached him about it uh, and said, Listen, can you be in the movie? And he read the script, Tom read it, and he was very excited and said, yes. Of course he was excited. I love He's it. excited about everything. <laughs> everything. And, Taking and, a shit. He's just excited about it. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> Guys, I'm going to shit. Oh, we're shit. You want to see it later? I'm going to take pictures. <laughs> but anyways. And, and to, to go back to what you said in the, yeah. in the first episode, the scene with his father, that's probably why he was like, did you know that? Yeah. Did you know my relationship with my dad? I wonder if he did. I wonder if he just lied to him. Like, no, no, I've never heard of that before like, in my what? life. No, Tom Cruise <laughs> never even heard of you. Like, what? I don't know anything about your life. But yeah, um, 
God, what, what, what should we touch upon with this? With Magnolia? Um, well, with, with his character, the beginning, the very beginning, when you his, see him doing that seminar, I mean, you're talking some priceless, just nuggets of just pure genius writing. And his portrayal of that character, he's so confident, cocky, sickening, mm-hmm. sexist. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, you brutal. can tell. Brutal, brutally honest, saying things that, you know, if you, you know, had a filter... Mm-hmm. And most of us do. We don't say. <laughs> well, yeah. this character has no problem at all. You know, this is me, baby. You know, I'm talking about this. I'm talking about snatch, cock, dick, balls. I mean, he He's says all it all. the male. Yeah, it's all about perspective of a man relationship and taking what he wants. I want yeah. that. I, I'm sorry we're being a little vulgar right now, but this is the character. I want that pussy. I want this. I want that. Like, I'm greedy. Yeah. Take what you want, man. Motivational speaker. Yeah. Not so much like a Tony Robbins. On another Basically level. Basically the opposite <laughs> of what he would say. But uh, yeah. But just, the, 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 the scene with his father, we yeah. have to go back to that because I feel like that is probably the best scene in the whole movie because... And I think you pointed out this when we saw it, how hard it is to not only cry, yes, but to hold back yes. tears in a scene is really fucking difficult. It's yeah, it's taking it to something else in your acting because you have to uh, get yourself somewhere in your acting and then and hold back so bring much. It, bring it back, and Brando even brought that up. Very hard to do in front of the camera uh, because you may have to do it a few times. It's not like you're on stage in theater. Yeah, you have that one right. performance, you hope you get it, and you do it, it's done, it's over. With the camera and performing in films, you're asked to do it several times. It takes a lot out of you, and Tom <clears throat> Cruise being a perfectionist as he is, I'm sure did it every time. And, and they say that after the line he said, I'm not going to cry for you, it was all improvised after that. Like mm. I think Anderson wanted him to think about his own dad. Yeah. During that whole scene. Wow. And, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who's fucking awesome. Yeah. We mentioned this during the Robin Williams episode when yeah. we talked about Patch Adams. He's amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. he didn't know. It's improvised. So his reaction is also very mm. genuine. And he yeah. goes to show how fucking awesome he is. Yeah. Because it, it is just as important for to see him, too, choking up in the background yeah. and crying. And getting on to Philip Seymour Hoffman, that, there's something about that guy. He is an open wound, isn't he? He like, is so vulnerable. Oh, my God. You see him in the background, like you said. Like It looks like he's like his eyes are going to fall out. He's going to he's turning into like blubber. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's just going to collapse to the ground. He's that guy, like, taking felt, it in. He felt so much. Oh, my God. God, and his face just turns like into a different face. Oh yeah, he's like, it's all red in the face. Yeah, he gets so red in the face. Yeah, Yeah. it's such a great scene, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. I guess Um, he was nominated for that for best supporting actor, didn't win. God bless America. I don't know if there's some sort of thing against Tom Cruise at the Academy. Uh, He deserved it up until that point. Why they didn't give it? I mean, it was a best supporting. Actor, what they don't want to give him the best supporting actor. And, and, I mean, come on, Academy, get on it. I mean, I just <clears> don't understand it. Doesn't make any sense to me. Who makes these decisions? I don't even know how it works. Is it well, a voting process? Yeah, it's a voting process. Is it just a bunch of people sitting in a room and they okay? Next up, <clears throat> best supporting actor. Oh, we got uh, blah blah Tom Cruise. Blah blah blah. How can they all sit there and not give Tom Cruise that Oscar? I just don't get it. Um, but anyways, I also wanted to point out the, the part in the film where he gets done with the seminar and he's sitting there in the interview with the, the black uh, uh, lady reporter. Yeah. Okay. And she's trying to grill him about who he really is. And she brings up his father. Brings up his childhood. His Starts talking childhood. about his mom, you know, right. and that was a sensitive subject, obviously, for and that he, character. And he completely <clears throat> shut down. Remember that? Oh, that's the that's a great part where he's just she just doesn't talk at all. He and was just yeah studying he's like, her. I'm yeah. silently judging. Oh yeah, <laughs> because as you know, in the beginning, we, he's just all over the place, cocky and everything, putting on an act, but still, you know, being himself, but just being ridiculous. And it all sort of ended when she started <clears throat> getting real with him, 
it was like, no, you're not getting into me. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because I wonder if P.T. Anderson kind of used Tom Cruise for that mm. because I feel that's very much like him. like him. Like if you tread too deep into who he is, he's going to reel back and be like, be like that. Maybe not like that, but to an extreme of like, I'm going to just quietly, silently judge you. Wow, you just brought up a really good point. What if that really is him? And this whole positive thing that he portrays is only covering up what's really going on deep, deep, deep down It's probably what he wants to do during a lot of interviews when they fucking ask him something that may be too private. Mm. Because when you really think about it, nobody's that positive. Really. When you think about it, come on. We all have our wounds, our hurts, scars. They don't go away, people. They're always there. You can always tap into them, and I'm sure he does with his performances. But they're, they are locked, and he will unlock it when he needs to. But uh, I think that you brought up a really good point about that. That whole positive thing that he portrays, it may very well be some <clears throat> so- an act. I think it is. I mean, he's constantly on his heels about what he says. Mm-hmm. He's that very is a cautious. really, really good point. Wow, we're we're, we're psychoanalyzing <laughs> Thomas Cruise. Whoa, he doesn't like that. We may get letters from Tom Cruise himself. There's if, no yeah, fucking way he would listen to this. But no, okay. but that would be... I'm going to send it out, though. I'm going to send it out his reps. Hey, sure. listen to this show. This is top-notch shit. <laughs> but we're doing nothing but giving you compliments so far there, Tom. That might change at the end of this episode when we talk about something else. But anyways... Um, we'll move on from Magnolia. We really did yeah, a pretty decent job. Else? No, not um, really. Yeah, Magnolia okay. though. Wow, good movie. Great movie. Not good movie. Great. And uh, you know, and after that, he did Mission Impossible Two. We okay. won't really touch upon that. Uh, in two thousand one, he did Vanilla Sky. Underrated. It was a different kind of movie. I remember watching that with you back in, at uh, uh, on Maple in Parma. In Parma, we watched it for the first time. You rented it. Really different, strange. Yeah, we were like, "What the fuck are we watching?" Another <laughs> uh, another Cameron Crow uh, film, and uh, it just didn't do well at all. At no. all. Oh yeah, it bombed. And, huh? Yeah, and and we really didn't get too much into this, but he ended up breaking up with Nicole Kidman around this time. And started up a relationship with his co-star Penelope Cruz on this movie. Right. Uh, they became very close, so were inseparable at one point. Uh, it seems that Tom has no problem at all uh, getting dates. So uh, he go- yeah. really he has no problem at all. He must be thinking of someone else hooking up, and he loves to hook up with those actresses uh, that he meets on set, yeah. or you know, it, you know the family, not the family, but just the yeah, it is a family in a way, show business. They're all just. <clears throat> Deeply connected. It's their own world. I think they live in their own little world, these show business people. Because they really can't trust anybody else. Uh, And it goes to show, just a personal note from me, when we went to the Playhouse, we had one of uh, our classmates kind of make it big. His name is Brian Garrity. He's been in Hurt Locker. He was standing on stage at the Oscars when Hurt Locker won for Best Picture. He's also been in Flight with Denzel Washington, co-starring with him. Uh, he, so he is he he does uh, New York Fire Department something on NBC or something like that. Uh, he does police sitcoms. The guy is a working actor. And when I was writing my Marlon Brando screenplay about ten years ago, he was just starting to get into the business. He did a few things, and I got in contact with him. We bantered back and forth about the screenplay. He gave me advice. He gave me a few numbers. He gave me some contacts. We were in touch. Well, as soon as he started getting more films working on other projects, getting big. After Hurt Locker, never heard from him again. Uh, And he was on Facebook. We were friends. A lot of uh, my classmates were friends with him, and we stayed in touch. And as soon as he got big, gone. He got rid of all of his friends, and nobody's heard from him since. Good example of once you get into that, that, that world, I think they sort of just, I don't know, they changed their lives. They're in a different world at that point. For some people, it probably happens like that. I think it does. I think I, they'll. I don't think everybody though. They'll keep in touch with their closer friends. Maybe he went to high school with, or sure, family, of course, but really close people. But you know, acquaintances. Yeah, he's. They, they're right. Just, yeah, he, they're not going to keep in touch with everybody, and it'd be kind of difficult. But I, I think, in a way, too, I think. By cutting them off, you're not like doing favors for people anymore. Because I'm sure he gets that all the time. Of course. Oh, hey, buddy, remember you were, me? You were probably one of <laughs> yeah 
thousands of thousands of people who he probably knew at one point. Maybe not thousands and thousands, but you know what no, I mean. No, but he had like maybe uh, I would say eight hundred friends on Facebook. Yeah, and I was one of them. And then he was gone. <clears throat> he left Facebook. So it was like okay, uh, yeah. So a good example it, of that. Other world, so to speak. Well, it, <laughs> it is, is, man. You know, it's crazy stuff. Uh, it's a it's a business that. I'm glad I'm not in. It fascinates me. I've always dreamt about being in movies and being a big movie star and how cool that would be walking down the street. People noticing you, it gives you that confidence, makes you feel important. Uh, and But the, the, the downside is that your life completely changes. You can't trust a lot of people anymore. They only see your status. They only see Tom Cruise, the movie star, and not the real guy. Uh, so a, a little tidbit into that, just touching on that little aspect of it. And we're going to, um, move on to, uh, are we pretty much done talking about his films? Because, uh, we talked about this. We haven't really seen a lot of his current stuff. Yeah. That it, I, on the list here in, in 02, we did minority report and 04, we did collateral, which I just saw today for the first time. Uh, they did Tropic Thunder. Which we kind of touched yeah, upon. We touched uh, on in that. Episode one, which he needs to do more of. What's that? Oh, comedy. Comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't hold your breath. I just. I don't think that. I, and maybe, I know. Maybe he will in the future when he gets older. Now, was that your little tidbit that you wanted yeah, to well, put in there? My my theory is, I mean, he does so many action movies, which yeah. Kind of turns me off because I'm I don't not really big into shit. Yeah, me neither. I'll watch uh, them. I'll enjoy them, but they're not. They're, I don't prefer them. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, the dude does almost all of his own stunts Mm -hmm. and, you know, he's got to have some wear and tear and he's getting up there in age to where the, he's not going to be able to do that. I agree. Yes. Uh, so there's going to come a point, I think in his career where he's not going to be able to be jumping out of planes or cars, whatever the fuck he's jumping from running as much as he does. That's Mm -hmm. another thing. People love so many YouTube videos of Tom Cruise running around. Uh, Fascinating stuff. <laughs> People. They are, love to watch him run. I yeah, he's a good runner. Okay. Uh, but I think it, this is my theory that, uh, and, and my hope, I guess, is that once he gets to that point where he can't do some of those action movies anymore, he will turn back to these like great dramas like Born on the Fourth of yeah. July and Magnolia. Yeah. He's going to come back to that. Yeah. And it's where his Oscar's going to happen. Hmm. Okay. I could... I could see that happening, and also maybe he will do a little Robert De Niro and do some comedy. Yes, seeing exactly. that in De Niro, he may do that, and it, I wouldn't be surprised. God, I hope so, because so many people that have worked with him apparently they're just like, I can't believe how funny he is, mm-hmm. you know. And, and we got a small glimpse of that with Tropic Thunder oh. and his sense of humor. Yeah, and and to be honest, and I love actors that are. He is funny in a lot of his movies without really. Trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's just how they act. <clears throat> yes. You know, real, how they deliver it. You could tell he is funny. It may not be a comedy he's in, but he'll say something funny, whether it's Rain Man or even Collateral that I saw earlier okay. or whatever. He has those moments <clears throat> where he says something funny, and it's like, God damn it. Will you just yeah. do a movie where you're kind of like that all the time? Play, be fun. Yeah. I think, dude, there's so many people who hate him as an actor. That would love him to see to mm-hmm. see him in this other light of like bring out your comedy. Yeah, you're obviously a funny dude. Naturally funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. use it. That's my hope. Uh, you may see that. I mean, he's That's, up there in age now. Who was he? <clears throat> he's like fifty something. Right. He he's, was well, okay. I have it right here. When he was born, he was born in sixty two. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, he's getting up there in age. So he's gonna have to start making some decisions down the road. Uh, what kind of projects he will be able to do? Uh, and what he may be limited in in the future. So yeah, good point, Dave. Now, hopefully, I mean, we'll see that. That's that's your hope. That's right? my hope. <laughs> you know, awesome. Um, are we rounding out the movies I, now? I think so. I think um, that we. I think we did a really good job in highlighting the real important films that stuck out to us, in showing his talent, his hard work, dedication, uh, giving a hundred percent, maybe even more than that, and just showing us. What he can do, all of his talents, every single one of them. He is an actor that loves the business. He loves being an actor. When he was asked on the actor studio, what other profession would you like to do? He looked at James Lipton like, what are you, fucking crazy? Nothing else. 
I would do yeah. nothing else. He, nothing else interests me. And he said, that, what would the profession that you wouldn't do? And he said, anything in psychiatry. And that will lead us into the next part of his life that we have to talk about, and that is Scientology. He joined when he was married to Mimi Rogers. Yes. Okay? She was in Scientology already. Uh, her husband was in it. She was in it. Her uh, ex-husband, Mimi Rogers. Right. That's how she got in. Uh, and uh, her being a Scientologist exposed Tom Cruise to this wonderful religion. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. I thought so. Um, Dave doesn't know that much about the history of well, it. Well, I... <clears throat> sort of. Okay, See, can... back in, like, I want to say 2002 or something around there, and I don't know who... Right, I don't know why I bought it, but I bought that book, Dianetics. Dianetics, yeah. And I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really I'll a good I'll tell you book. what, a lot of people did. It was a bestseller. Um, it was... Uh, I agree with everything that it said about how you should live your life, mm-hmm. you know, how you should treat other people, how you should raise your children even. And I was just like, this all makes sense. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I really like this book. Uh, this is way, there's nothing about aliens. Nope. Nothing like that. <clears throat> it was just a, a way to live your life. And I really liked it. Would you call it a self-help book? <laughs> um, Motivational book? Sort of. It was more of a way of life book. Okay. I don't know if that's the right way I, to... I never it. read it. I just heard about it. And I have it. So okay. if you want to read it sometime... I might do that because doing my research on Scientology, you have to do research on a man called L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, okay? he, he wrote that he book. He is a fascinating, <clears throat> fascinating man. Uh, he, he was born um, onto a, a farm, uh, a lot of land, and his, his father traveled a lot. They went all over the world. He experienced a lot. Very bright Young man, uh, went to some very prestigious schools, uh, great imagination. It was very into science fiction. Too so, much. yes, too much, I, I would imagine, down the road, but it started off there. He was a, they called a pulp fiction writer. He wrote science fiction uh, books, wrote for magazines, and had actually had a couple of uh, very successful science fiction books. And he was making a pretty decent living at that. Uh, he reached a certain point where uh, he was losing his touch writing science fiction novels, and he was running out of money. So <clears throat> he thought of something different, and this is where this book you just talked about, he published in 1953, Dianetics, big hit. And a lot of uh, uh, people back then, after the war, saw this. It just came at the right time, uh, improving your life. It made sense to a lot of people. And, and mm-hmm. I think in the book, they said something about going so deep into your analysis of who you are that you should remember what it's like being in the womb. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Okay. Like yeah. people were diving into this. They were doing sessions where they were digging so deep that some people believe they can actually remember what being it was like born being in... born. Wow. Okay. And when this sort of phased out, <clears throat> okay, it was a big hit and everything. He made some money. He got a taste of it. He got a taste of this success. He's like, you know what? I'm on to something, but I'm running out of money. I need to think of something else. <clears throat> religion. I got to make a religion. He dived into constructing a religion, Scientology. Uh, it changed in a big way. He, he made it deeper, uh, and he went on to conduct seminars on this uh, using something called an e-meter. Have you heard of this? They hook you up. Yes. And they ask you questions about your life. You have to go ahead and reveal everything about yourself. All your deepest, darkest desires, your hurts, scars, everything. Put it on the table. And the reason why you do this is you keep talking about it, you keep talking about it, and eventually it'll go away. And you become a better person. But the catch is that there are levels of this religion. And every level, you have to pay money to keep getting better in your life. You get over this fear, guess what? There's a new level. There's something else to talk about. Talk about that. Talk about this. And so what happens is you reach a certain point in Scientology. I think it's level seven. You get to find out what the secret is. Oh, God. Okay? It's all in an envelope, and it's signed by L. Ron Hubbard, and it opens up, and there's someone in the room with you. Like, they're all, like, all the important people are in the room with you, and you get to read this letter. And uh, I don't want to know if I want to get too into the whole Scientology belief system. What that letter says. Yeah, it says that basically 
uh, where our bodies are invaded with, they're called thetans. They're aliens, okay? There was some alien population way out in space. They were getting overcrowded in their planets. So the head guy oh, had this idea, God. okay? He had this idea that he would send down, and tr he tricked his alien people to have some of them come down to Earth and enter all the living things on Earth thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago when we were apes, okay? These aliens came <laughs> into our bodies, and as we evolved, he found the secret on how to deal with all these aliens in us. And now, the, at, now that we're at level seven, there are, I think, eight more levels that you have to get rid of. All of these, he says you have all these aliens in your body, and you have to get rid of all of them. And then you'll be clear. That's the whole point of being clear. You are free of all the aliens. You are a superhuman being. You're like a superman. So when you die, your, your soul now leaves this planet, goes, I think he said you go to Mars, where you are back into a Thetan, and then because you have done Scientology, you now have the knowledge of who you are, and you get to live as a Thetan again, and know all the answers of the universe. This is, this is what they say. Holy now, fucking balls. I know. This is a crazy thing. People believe it, but you know what? There are other religions out there that also have crazy things they believe in. Yes. Okay, virgin births. I know. I mean, we're I, talking about things, right. but this is way out there. <clears throat> I mean, people believe this. And okay. um, the thing about Scientology, I also want to point out, and this is the bad part of it, it involves families. They get them in, and they shut off the outside world, pretty much. They're living in communes. They have teenagers, kids working 12-hour days, mm -hmm. seven days a week. They're practically slaves, okay? And they threaten you that you will not make it on the outside. You have to stay here. You have to do what you're doing. And then some of these kids have the parents that they're so into Scientology that they almost can't leave. They would be separated from their families. And there are brave ones that do break away and live their lives, but they are constantly hounded. They are followed. They are uh, watched. And if there are things that you have said in your sessions during your levels... They will bring it out and put it into papers. Uh, they will tell your, your employers about all these things that you've said, done, all the bad things. This is what we're dealing with, with Scientology. <laughs> and I'm telling you, there are people out there that might be doing this Scientology that I am full of shit, but I have seen hearings on this. I have, I've read up on it. It's not bullshit. This is bad stuff. And I have no idea how they are not, uh, how they're still existing today. With all this knowledge out there. And I was talking to you about this earlier. I, they must be connected in some higher level with government or police agencies. Do they have dirt on... Uh, how are they I, getting away with this? That's a lot. I, I know that's a lot of information. Very intense. That's a breakdown. And there's more to this. I mean, look it up. Do your research on Scientology. Uh, their main goal, I, I think it's very positive, is making yourself a better person... And I think that's why Tom Cruise loves this religion so much. It builds him up. It keeps him going in the right directions. I mean, don't you see it that way? I mean, yeah, he he definitely commends yeah. Scientology for a lot of his success and who he is as a person. He doesn't really delve into it a whole lot with all that, what you just said. Right. <laughs> but I don't see how he could. Um... Like it's it's hard to believe that's what people believe in, but then again, I don't personally believe in any religion, so I find most of them to be ridiculous. Um, all of them, actually. Uh, so it, it, it is it, what it, it is. It could be condescending when someone who's, a, you know, very faithful with whatever that you know they believe in, whether sure. it's Christianity. It's like you still have your weird stuff that you believe in. It's the part of the cult aspect, aspect of yeah. it, of if that's really true that they're following people. Following, or, you know, that's kind of fucked up. I mean, splitting up families is not what a religion should do. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that bad. doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> not good. sound right. No, it does not. So, it, 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 and this is the reason why most people don't like Tom Cruise. I think it's the number one reason why they don't like him. Yeah. Um, 
because it's such a weird religion, and he's not the only celebrity to be a part of it. No. Um, but he is the biggest celebrity. Yeah. John Travolta is probably the other one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Kirstie Alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Priscilla Presley. Mm-hmm. And we were going through these. Uh, Jason Lee. Oh, but, but he, he left. He left. He left. A couple of years ago. Just a couple of years ago. Um, so, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean... It's a touchy subject. It, uh, it, 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 it boils down <laughs> to, like, how much involvement does Tom Cruise have in some of these weird things that you have talked about with as far as... Like, does he know of the conditions that some of these people live in? And that's impossible for him not to know. He's so high up into... How could this... he okay that? Then that may be a, a, a mark against him in my book is that if he does have knowledge about how this and you know he does religion I mean, splits up families takes all this money that Tom Cruise is filthy rich okay money in this religion okay that he has to spill out it doesn't mean anything to him okay he's loaded but you have other people spending I I think this one ex Scientologist said that he spent nearly three hundred thousand dollars. Getting through the levels—that is absolutely ridiculous. No well, one should have to pay three hundred thousand dollars. No, but come on. <laughs> I mean, good God. I mean, that's just over the top ridiculous. So this religion is almost like a cult, and they're making—they're worth like a billion dollars. I mean, it's ridiculous, and their members—they say—is not even a hundred thousand. They're not big at all. I mean, think about the Catholic religion. How many members there are? I mean, we're talking it might be a billion members of a Catholic religion, Christians, mm-hmm. a billion, and just people. This has 100,000. That's nothing. Yeah, so that's not a lot. You, I, I don't see it existing beyond maybe, what, 30 years? Eventually, it's just going <clears> to <throat> fall apart, especially with the leader, David Miscavige. Miscavige? I think it's Miscavige. <clears throat> you know, when he Something passes, like I don't know, maybe someone else will pick up the torch. When uh, Hubbard died, Miscavige, he took over. So when Miskiewicz dies, who knows? Maybe someone will. Tom Cruise will take over. I just I I'm very uh, I think you've heard my voice talking about this. I'm very against it. What I found out, and I will say that I do see the good in it, uh, making you a better person. There is nothing wrong with that. But it's all the other things that that, that bothers me about this religion. Uh, So it's a big part of Tom Cruise's life. He will mention it from time to time. He doesn't get too much into it, but it is a big part of his life. It sucks. Yeah. You know. Um, and there are people that believe that Tom Cruise thinks he just may very well be one of the most important people in the world. That what he's doing is so important, he considers himself to be like one of the most important people in the world right now. I, that's what they think. I mean, it's kind of weird saying that. And for someone to hear that, like, whoa, Tom Cruise thinks he's, like, that important. I, the way he carries himself, I would get that. He's a very oh, confident man. Yeah, he is. He thinks he's a Superman. He could do anything, right? And at times he does. And at times... <laughs> That's the problem with it. He's lifting up cars off of people. I mean, he's just yeah, a superhero. Well, okay, let's delve into... Uh, there's a story I have... That, to make him... What's that? Okay. No, I, 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 no, no, like uh, some of the cool things he has done. Okay, as go for it. A superhuman, apparently. I, this this pertains, so I want to hear. No, about just it. as a good dude. Okay. It, it, at one point, he saw like a, a this young woman get hit by a car, and mm-hmm. I think it was in L.A. And uh, you know, he he rushed to her aid and had someone call nine one one. Went to the hospital with her. Yeah. And when he found out she wasn't insured. He paid the $7,000 for her. I think she broke her leg and had bruised ribs or something. That's pretty pretty you know, amazing. You know, the, those are stories that I, I didn't know beforehand. Then again, I, I don't think you fall into this category either. We don't really fall into the whole, like, Entertainment Tonight and TMZ no, gossip don't. stuff. No. I, I don't really follow that. It's not my bag, so I... I'm sure this story was out there for a while, but it's like... I think I remember hearing a little bit about that in an interview he gave. Because oh, they yeah? brought up Scientology, and he was saying that it's so important to me because I'm able to do these things. It gives it, me the ability right, to do these things. Right. It, that's where it's like that catch-22 of, like, this religion. There's that bad part that you went off on and right. how weird it is and how... And then there's that good part. 
of yes. how he is able to do those things. And this is the first time where he like rushes somebody's aid, like mm. someone in need. Like mm. there was a boat <laughs> that was on fire or something. I don't think I wrote that down, but like he he's apparently very attuned to kind of being almost like a firefighter. He's able to yeah, like, like a rescue guy. Yeah. Like, like a try to yeah. go to someone's aid. And I'll be honest, I don't think I have that in me. I'm a puss. Yeah. I know. I, I can't, scared. I would, I'm not good yeah. with that. You know, Crumble like under pressure. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a, I think that's also in his nature, I even so since too. as a child, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of how he was. And now if Scientology helped him in that way. He's even more so like that, like giving gifts of pens for $500. He has the ability no to deal. do that because he, he has the money, and he uses it in a good way. He does. He really does. He, he helps out, he, and not even a money aspect. I don't want to say that is... The main I, thing. But it's the main just, thing is like, even co-stars, he keeps in touch with... Dude, he remembers everybody's birthday every what? year. Really? I'm not kidding. Wow. Renee Russo. Oh, not Renee Russo. Uh, Renee, Renee Zellweger. Zellweger. Every year. Happy birthday. He gives her gifts. What? I mean, <laughs> he's just, he's that type of person wow. to keep in touch with co-stars um, and willing to help uh, Jonathan Lipnicki later on in his life, you know, he was, he reached out to his agency to just kind of be like, hey, I'd like to meet with Tom to discuss, you know, some things to get mm-hmm. advice. And he met with him. Okay. And Lipnicki's like, it was great. Dude, one hour he spent with me to just kind of talk about stuff. And it it's these kind of stories. Yeah. He is very beloved in the in Hollywood because of that. Yeah. Because he's... He does... It, it, it almost gives the impression he's not really above anybody else. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, he... He's very down to earth in a sense in that way where he's he's willing to talk he loves talking to people and he loves to to know about them and he he seems like he's always willing to help and yeah he's always there it's a I, I went into this thinking Tom Cruise has zero friends I don't know why I thought that I think hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah, know why you don't know I I, I yeah. just like before we did this research or I did my research I I had this impression of Tom Cruise of watching previous interviews that this seems like a guy who's just always fake and he just doesn't seem to have like I don't know maybe this guy doesn't have any friends (laughs) does he have any friends you know like he doesn't seem real poor Tom yeah like he's so huge and stuff like he's so famous like (laughs) I feel like there's Tom Cruise and you know oh you think to your mind like he does a movie like everybody's on offside like oh see you later Tom and like he locks himself like in the the house he just sits there (laughs) all by himself he's got a drink in front of him Not like He's that. He's got like not... his phone waiting for it to ring. <laughs> is is Cuba Gooding Jr. gonna call me? Or... I, I did call him like five years ago. <laughs> still waiting. For the we did that. Call. That really good movie a while ago. And I'm a nice guy, guys. But no, and I feel like dumb for thinking like. Well, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like you don't know. He seemed like I don't know. Like watching some of those interviews with him, I felt like he was so kind of fake. Mm-hmm. That I'm like reaching and. This guy doesn't seem real enough to have friends. You know what I mean? Like, to have close friends. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Being ambiguous, too. And I guess when I did more research, I'm like, I guess I was way off. I, You know what? I think that's just the way he is as a person. Right. And he shows it to us, even in interviews and things like that. And uh, I keep referencing the actor's studio. He, he was very touching at the end of it. When they ask him questions at the end, they yeah. like he kind of opens it up where they can ask Tom Cruise questions about anything, and they got done an- asking questions, and he goes, "Well, before we end it, he goes, I just want to say that I w- I really look forward to doing this. I was looking forward to doing that like for the weeks leading up, and I'm I'm really happy to be here and and being of course, here. <laughs> but it was genuine. Like it was yeah. really yeah. genuine the way he said it. Like he was really talking to them and saying." You know, I appreciate you for having me on here. It was great to be here, and good luck. I hope you direct me someday, you directors out there. I hope you know, I act right. I remember you. that. You yes, know, that does sound. I hope that's a great thing, and it happens. And it, it, you get a, a glimpse of him every now and then of the real Tom Cruise and how grateful he is. And he really is like our point. He's a good man. He is. He is. I, as far as we know, at at this point, from what we've researched, that's my opinion as well. Yeah. He's a good man. 
with a cloud of Scientology over his head. Okay, now he may take it in a different way, and it makes him a better man, uh, and we should um, accept that. that that's yeah, him. Right. How, why are we to damn it? What, you know, we don't know what it does for him. It, it, it's like, I, I can only hope that some of the things you talk about with Scientology and how cult-like it is, yeah. that he's not really involved in those kind of things. Right. Because I don't want him to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, those yeah. are that's that's fucked up a lot of those things uh leah remini has exposed a lot of that i know a lot of other people have too that david miscave whatever yeah, his name yeah. is the big guy my apologies but i know his his niece i think recently came out and yeah. i watched an interview with that and that was very disturbing yeah and, and, and it, i hate connecting tom cruise to those things me too you have to yeah um, Unfortunately, and you do. The thing is, none of those are really ever connected directly to him, and it's no. I, I fear someday that maybe something might be. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't. He doesn't really talk about it, so we don't know. And nothing's really been directed to him in that way. Uh-huh. Anything negative? It's just a simple fact that he's so hardcore Scientology that you feel he is involved with a lot of that. Yeah, and he may not be. And, and that's the stance I want to take right now is that and, I hope he isn't. No, because I also want to mention this. He, uh, he, and this is probably the big Scientology is a big reason, but the other big reason is he does come off quite arrogant in professing his beliefs. In that Matt Lauer interview, yeah, he, he put him to the wall, treat him like a child and like a kid talking, like a kid being talked to by his father. I mean, it, that's the way it came off. And I want to bring up this, uh, uh, this video I saw on YouTube, he gave an in, he was giving a red carpet interview during the premiere of um, <clears throat> fuck, I can't remember what, I can't remember what movie. So it, it was, was like a premiere. It or was something? a premiere for a movie out in like France or, okay. or Germany or maybe something it was like, like the that. Last Samurai or something like that. Um, fuck, I can't find it in my notes it right doesn't, now. Doesn't doesn't matter. Um, but he gave an interview on the red he carpet. He was giving an interview and it was a gag. Because the guy giving the interview, the microphone he had squirted water in his face. Oh, jeez. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen that. I recommend it. Okay. You, everyone should see this because this really is a good, you get a good view of who Tom Cruise is. Okay. Especially in a, in a, in a circumstance like this. He's, you know, red carpet affair. Yeah. All ducked out. Yeah. You know, it's a big de- deal. Decked out. Ducked out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> ducked. Decked. Same thing. Dang, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and... And he gets squirted in the face with this microphone with water. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, Cruz backs out, he's like, what the? What the? It's, like, it's like, what the, you know. What are you doing to me? And yeah. he was just like, what was that, you know? Yeah. And and he grabs a guy's arm so he couldn't leave. Okay. And he and it brings me up that he treated him like a child almost. <laughs> and, but he kept his cool the entire time. He's like... Why'd you do that? <laughs> you know, he's like, why, why would you do that? Why would you do that, man? You know, like, the guy would, like, try to leave, you know, but yeah. he held on to him. He's just like, why would you do that? It was like, why would you be a jerk? Why would you want to be a jerk like that? Mm-hmm. And kept his cool the entire time, mm-hmm. but treated him like a fucking kid. <laughs> and I was just like, this is the real Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. To the point where I... I really admired it because if you get maybe certain other actors in that circumstance, I wonder how they'd handle it. Yeah, that's would, true. Would they punch? Would Sean Penn punch him in the face? <laughs> you wouldn't do that to Sean Penn. Yeah. Anyway, no one would be in the right mind. I love Sean Penn. I, I, His history, you would never. Yeah, you I, wouldn't go up to somebody like that. I'm just. That, but I, I know what you're saying. Like there's yeah. certain there's certain celebrities. You wonder how they would act in that circumstance. Some might laugh. Like, Some will not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but Tom Cruise, he certainly didn't find it funny. No. no. And and he 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 kept his cool the entire time, and I was just like, interesting. And I'm glad you brought that up, too, because when he was talking to James Lipton, James Lipton brought up the fact that he changed his name, okay? From Mapether, he, get, he got rid of the last name, and James Lipton asked him about that. He goes, well, <clears throat> why would you change your name? And the way James Lipton said it, you could see Tom Cruise was a little insulted that he... Not only asked the question, but how he said it. And you saw a little glimpse. He got very assertive <coughs> in giving his answer as to... He pretty much said, well, you know, James, because I wanted to. The way he said it, like... Very assertive. Very assertive. Like... Matter of fact, 
uh, this is how I'm going to answer that question. This is, how, you know, you're going to get it. You're not going to ask me about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yes. like, this is the end of the conversation. He is very much in control. Yes, very much. It comes out every now and then. You'll see it. And just, he had a look in his eye. Like, it was a very stern, like, well, because I changed it. Like, that brings it. you to the Magnolia interview. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Like, it's almost like it was perfect for Anderson to write him like that, as Tom Cruise might actually be in an interview someday. Or, <laughs> yeah, you know, right? just like, I'm silently I'm judging. Not silently I'm just judging not even going to say a fucking word this whole time because <laughs> I think wow. you're a dick. Wow. Good, powerful stuff, man. Tom Cruise episode. I knew it was going to be. Good. I mentioned that in my Field of Dreams episode. As I ended that episode, I said that I'm, you know, doing my research and we're, we're going to talk about Tom Cruise very soon. It's going to be good. I said, and if it's not good, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because he's so, f- he is an enigma. I was just thinking about that word. He is. Yeah. Uh, good way to Which is him. another reason why people don't like him. Mm. He's very private. They can't figure them out. And and that's where I got struggling with my... When we did the Robin Williams, yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't too hard to figure out who Robin Williams is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, he is who he is. It, there wasn't like that whole, like, who is this guy? You kind of know. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Like, right, right, you right, know? Right, yeah. We're just kind of like talking about his life and what he did. Yeah. With Cruz, it was like, I don't know this guy. And... It was very... Dig kind of deep. It was very difficult. And I feel... I still really don't know him, but I have a better idea. (laughs) You know, like, I have a different interpretation of after researching. Yeah. But I still... That's why people are probably... uh, Tom Cruise hater is because he's so mysterious. Mm. And the Scientology, obviously. And and the Scientology, yeah. I often wondered if the Scientology, if it wasn't there... He'd probably right. still be hated. He would. He yeah. would. Um, because he's not as lovable as Tom Hanks. No. Tom Hanks is more close. like your next door neighbor type of actor. Yeah. Uh, you can identify with him more. With Tom Cruise, it's hard for people to identify with him. He's a good-looking, big star, got all this talent, <laughs> uh, very, uh, I don't know, just way out there. Very different. Uh, people find it hard to identify with these type of actors. Yeah. And it bothers them that they're not like them. Uh, and then on the other side of the coin, you have the people that admire them for that. He has, okay, for the amount of people that might not like him, he has about a hundred times more people that adore him. He is beloved beyond all recognition. Uh, there, he has so many adoring fans. Like I said, when he comes on, the girls go absolutely freaking crazy for him. The screams, they're like, they're ridiculous. Like the Beatles. <laughs> He's like the Beatles. He's that big. And an actor that we really wanted to highlight and get to know more, talk about his work. He's a fascinating actor. You can't, and he's diving into producing. Who knows? Maybe he'll direct someday. I don't think he's directed yet. Maybe he will. Yeah, I, I wonder if he would do that. I don't know if he's interested in doing that. <clears throat> he might. Maybe later on in his life he'll uh, try to direct a film. Right? Who knows? I think he can do it. He can do anything. Uh, yeah, he's capable of anything. Jeff. He's capable. Jeff, he, he can, can do anything. He can write a script, direct it, star in it, <clears> while <throat> under a car, lifting a child under, <laughs> off of a, under a car, and give a, a hell of a performance, and finally win that Oscar that he deserves. He's, he's going to run for president. Win for president. He it probably would, might. I wouldn't be. He's going to be an astronaut. <laughs> the first astronaut president slash Oscar winner. Tom Cruise. He's going to move the White House to Mars <laughs> and be president on Mars and Earth. Oh, yes. It's going to happen for Tom's Tom Cruise. Tom's like, damn it. They already know. <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> Fuck. But, you know, quite honestly, I think he would be so much fun to hang out with. Oh, d- yeah. yeah. If wow. you had the opportunity, he, I think he'd be a blast. A lot of fun. He, uh, When you're done throwing up. Because <laughs> for all the laughter and the... What, just the, the fact that just, you're within the same room with yeah, him? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would feel that way with most, most any celebrity, but... It's weird how we feel that way, because uh, we look up to them, they're like they're, higher... Well, there's certain ones, maybe not. Yeah. Really, but someone like a Tom Cruise. They're is. larger than life, and that is exactly what Tom Cruise is. He's larger yeah. than life, uh, right? And that's where we shouldn't put these guys on pedestals We like really that. shouldn't. And, you know... No. Uh, it's or, dangerous. Or, you know, you mentioned how our buddy TJ saw, like, Mark Wahlberg the one time, and... 
Yeah. He was just like, eh, whatever. He yeah, didn't care. Our, our buddy yeah. had an opportunity to meet Mark Wahlberg. Right? He didn't, didn't really he didn't, give a shit. He didn't he's care. Like, he's just a person like you and me. Who I'm gives like, a shit? But no, not really. <laughs> no. You know, no one knows who I am. You know, I walk down the street, no fucking problem. Yeah, I mean, Mark Wahlberg, uh, he's not, a big star, we're not man. the same. It's a little different. They're on another level in, in a way. And especially, <clears throat> well, maybe because our buddy isn't in the, uh, uh, the interest that we have. My brother and I with film. It's yeah, something that we've we, we admire these artists, uh, a lot differently than he does. Uh, I mean, we went out to New York City. We studied acting and did a few things, and I know, you know how got hard, our we know wet. how hard it is. And oh yeah, um, and, and that's what really frustrates me too is when people say Tom Cruise is a bad actor, or a horrible actor. I actually read that comment. He's a horrible actor. I read that today, and, I, and then I threw up on my keyboard, <laughs> and because it's just like really. Really? Is yeah, it, he's they, that horrible that he's been the biggest movie star since 1983? They don't know anything about acting. That's um, what it is. That's that's just the way it is. I don't. I just don't get it. You know. I mean, you don't. You don't have to like him. Right. It, it, you know. I get that. Yeah. There's certain actors I don't like. Oh yeah. I, I understand. There's some I don't but, like either. Uh, but if I respect their work, I respect their work. Doesn't mean I have to like them as a person. It has nothing to do with it. No. Um. And you know what? That's what this show is all about. Uh, we went and dived into Tom Cruise because we felt it would be fascinating to do it. We did it. It was a great show. I really had fun doing this tonight with my brother here. And, of course, we're going to do future episodes together. And before uh, we start wrapping it up, is there anything else that you had down that you may want to just touch on before we wrap it up? Because I don't think wow. I have anything. Um I, I thought there was something I wanted to mention, but I think it's gone. I hate that. Yeah, I mean, I have some, brain. I have some, but it's it's. I not, think yeah, I don't think it's worth I think talking the, about. The one thing I wanted to mention is that watching or listening to him talk about acting and how much he goes into it, um, and how much he puts into it, it made me realize how hard acting really is. Mm-hmm. And then if I was put into a movie, I would be petrified because I would think to myself how wet behind the ears I am in acting and like I would be so self-conscious uh, about messing up or not doing a good job that it's, it's hard because it's not easy to be an actor. Yeah. And, and I'm going to come back to this, that he loves to rehearse. Okay. Yeah. And that's important to him. So yeah. the, the more you rehearse, the more you're prepared to when you finally do the scene in mm-hmm. the, in front of the camera. Um, because then he feels like, I'm not really me, I'm now the character. He did yeah. so much prep. He did so much oh, rehearsing. yeah, that's what I found out. He does it, a lot of he prep. He does a lot. Yes. And, and re- for the listeners, if you want to see a really cool clip, go on YouTube and, and look for he and Cuba Gooden Jr. rehearsing Jerry Maguire. Mm. It's like a two-minute clip. It's okay. really fucking awesome. Wow. It's done with like a home movie, you know, very raw. But it goes to show like how some of those scenes started and where they ended up hmm. and, and to bring it back, that's, you may have been better than you thought because yeah. you do that, all that prep, mm-hmm. it makes it easier when you're on the set and you just kind of, you're, you're so involved in the character, like he plans to do and yes. what he really does. It's not that big of a deal. You wouldn't be nervous about it. You're just... You're in the moment. Yeah, and going into insight about Tom Cruise as an actor, and maybe we didn't touch upon this as much as we should have during this episode, but with the, like you said, he does a lot of prep. Uh, he takes that very seriously. Oh, fuck yeah. He, he says that he does his homework, okay? And then when he goes on set, he lets it go. And he mm-hmm. leaves himself open to feel the moments. He's not thinking about anything in his head yeah. about the character. He does so much research and homework before he goes on set, that once he steps on set, it's, 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 he clears his mind. And he trusts himself to give a truthful, moment-to-moment, spontaneous reaction. And guess what? It fucking works. Yes. Obviously. Uh, Guy's crisp, sharp. He's there. He gets it, and he's ready. He's ready to go, 100%. And that is Tom Cruise. So we're going to wrap it up. Episode number 35 of The Actor's Room. Uh, Just a great episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode highlighting Tom Cruise, the fourth. Okay. (laughs) He's a fourth, guys. 
girls. That's just how there's, he rolls. There's more. There's more there's of him. More of him. There's four. There's three others. Yes, he probably does have clones. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. The real Tom Cruise is actually sitting downstairs in his his house watching TV. Three hundred pounds. <laughs> nothing like you think. All right. So um, I hope you had a great day today. It's a Friday night for us. So uh, Easter is a couple of days from now. So I hope everybody has a great Easter. Of course, that's this would have been uh, after the. This is. Oh yes. Well, oh, that's right. You've had Easter already. Yeah. Okay, I might edit that out. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck that. You know, I would I would say that sometimes where I go back and edit stuff out. I might do yeah, that anymore. Not gonna happen. It makes it kind of more real. Like you get a little more. Like they call it bloopers. Some shows do that. Some podcasts, like after yeah. their show, yeah, yeah. they have bloopers at the end. Well, we don't do that. Our bloopers are actually in the show. So there we go. <laughs> okay. We actually are sitting down in my brother's basement, and we decided to split the show up. We didn't want it to be like a three-hour show. So we split it up into two parts, and we decided to stay and do part one and then part two on the same night. So uh, for us, Easter is in two days. But for you guys, it's going to be <laughs> a, a week, last, last a week Sunday. Ago. Yeah. And I'm on vacation this week, so I'm going to be doing a lot of relaxing. I'm going to look forward to that. And uh, Dave, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, man. With well, the you're, show. You're you, did, you did a lot of great research, man. Yeah. You did some yeah, great, thanks. great research. Uh, good stuff. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, anything else you want to say to our audience before no, we leave no, tonight? No, I, I don't have anything. No? That's it? Yeah. Wrap it up? This is good. It was a good time, man. It was a good time. This is All fun. right, very good. My, my actually, I could tell my voice is starting to get like yeah, it's raspy. I usually don't talk this much. In a <laughs> no, given day. I'm not a talker. Like, no, <laughs> we're not. Our voices aren't built for no. this. <laughs> we don't. We don't speak every day. Our, our voice and speech teachers at the uh, neighborhood playhouse would be very upset with us. Oh yeah, yeah, because we're not sitting properly. Gary Ramsey. Would Gary Ramsey at the neighborhood playhouse. Bad I don't know if he's still a teacher there. I don't know. He was uh, great though. Yeah, he was a good guy. Yeah, good stuff. To, we could talk. We should actually do a neighborhood playhouse episode. Oh, that no one would give but a shit. But nobody. Yeah, no. I thought about that. Nobody would care. No one. Yeah, we'd have like five listens. Yeah. It would be me, you, and yeah. the dogs, and, and <laughs> our mom. <laughs> that would be about it. Okay. All right. Well, good night to everybody. Uh, put in that movie tonight. Put in a Tom Cruise movie. If there's one Tom Cruise movie you would recommend to watch, what would it be? Wow. Would it be fourth? Born on the 4th of July? Yeah, if you really want to be depressed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, how about this? A, a fun movie. A fun? I mean, What's this probably fun movie? Cocktails? Fun? Yeah, cocktail, I guess. Uh, a lot, I mean, I mean, that early Risky Business was fun. Yeah. Uh, if you want to watch a, a fun movie, I would <clears> recommend <throat> one of those. Color of Money is fun. Oh, that Color of Money is a little grittier, though. It's just a good movie. I mean, Rain Man? Yeah, Rain Man, if you never saw... I'm trying to think of a movie that's kind of under the radar with Tom Cruise, but there aren't there, many. There are not many, dude. Yeah, like something I would recommend that not too many people have seen. Maybe Taps. Yeah, Yeah, I still haven't seen you that. Know, so. so maybe put in Taps if you can find it. Yeah, or, good luck. <laughs> simply put, Tom Cruise movie tonight then. Yeah. Why not? Put a Tom Cruise movie in tonight. Guess what? He'd appreciate it. Of course. Because he would know somehow, like in his head. Yeah. Oh, my movie just went on. Uh, he's that he, he watches a movie every day. He does? Almost every day he watches a movie. And he's also one of those actors that does not mind watching his films, I've noticed. Oh, of course. He's I'm seen not like, too surprised by that. He's seen his movies multiple times. Oh, of course. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, I look really good there. <laughs> I'm amazing. Look oh, at wow. that. <laughs> awesome. All right. <laughs> we'll put in that movie tonight. Enjoy it. Sit back. Relax. Pour yourself a drink. You deserve it. It's been a week, right? Okay. Or don't drink if you're an alcoholic. Yeah, if you're an alcoholic, stay away from the booze. Uh, What would you, you know, just, uh, you know. Have some water. Have some water with some (laughs) ice in it. You know, spice it up. Okay, everybody. Uh, God bless you. Have a good one.